It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's hot time. We had a hot time. Together. Together. Yes, it's hot time. We had a hot time. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host and cannabis lifestyle guide. When I mention bud tenders to newbies, they always giggle. Is that really what they're called? Bud tenders? <laughs> Sorry, it's hard for me to fake a giggle. I don't even. Maybe I should get high and try that again. All right. Is that really what they're called? Bud tenders? <laughs> they might have a punny name, but the role of a bud tender is quite serious, especially for newbies. Bud tenders hold the keys to your dispensary shopping experience. They are your Sherpa to understanding, selecting, and purchasing cannabis flour. And all of those products that are on the shelves, you have to find the one that specifically suits your needs. You need a good bud tender. Considering the myriad of uses for cannabis and that we're all precious snowflakes, a bud tender has important responsibilities. I recently began collaborating with the founding team of an online platform that's zeroing in on bud tenders' needs. And in turn, they're creating value for the entire cannabis retail ecosystem. Dispensaries, brands, bud tenders, educators, and consumers alike. So settle in, get casually baked, and I think I have a few bud tenders and brand managers out in the audience. So. Listen to our chat wearing whichever hat suits you most. 
Today's guest on Casually Baked the Podcast is founder of Bud Tender. Ebony Costain created an engaging platform where brands and bud tenders meet for effective product training and cannabis education. How does that sound, Ebony? Does that does that kind of sum it up for you? Definitely, yes. Okay, perfect. So one of the things that I do as a cannabis lifestyle guide is continuously talk to customers about their experience in dispensaries. And unfortunately, bud tenders have some really bad habits. And so it's made a platform like Bud Tender a real important piece to the puzzle if we're trying to change the face of the cannabis culture. So I thought we'd dive in and talk about some of those bad habits and um, and how we're we're looking to change them and how consumers can help change this. So, you know, one of the things that when I think of it is they know a lot about cannabis. So when a newbie comes in, they're impatient. Some newbies kind of feel like they're rude. In general, how would you consider bud tenders? I think um, because most bud tenders, one, they have already been users for a very long time. They're personally very familiar with the plant. So it might be hard to translate that to someone who is apprehensive, who might still be thinking that, oh, cannabis is this, like, bad thing that I shouldn't be doing and alcohol is so much better, trying to, like, level set just bad perceptions that newbies might have. So a butt tender might be, you know, a little impatient with that. Unfortunately, sometimes they're not supposed to be under the influence, but they might already be under the influence, which might lead to possible irritation. I can remember my first experience going into a dispensary for the very first time last year in Colorado. You know, they were closing soon. They may have been open maybe like 30 more minutes. And the bud tender who serviced me was definitely high. He was like dropping products on the counter. I, you know, made it quick and easy because one, I didn't ask a lot of questions. But I can see if someone had like a million and one questions where that might be a little, um, look, I don't get paid a lot. We're about to close. Just what do you want? And just get out of here. Um, you know, which is unfortunate, especially for someone who might not be familiar and who doesn't have experience with cannabis at all. Absolutely. And I, I've seen those sorts of experiences happen as well. And you know, when it cannabis is so nuanced and there is so much to know that I think part of the reason those bud tenders get so impatient is because they don't have the dialogue to speak to someone who's not already on their level. Yes. Um, you know, and, and the other thing that they end up doing too a lot of times is they recommend things that they like but don't necessarily have anything to do with what the patient needs. Exactly. I think similar to bartenders who might suggest, you know, certain alcohols where the consumer, they're used to drinking rum and scotch and whiskey, 
but a newbie may know nothing about, you know, green crack or a blue dream. Um, and they don't know the difference between an indica or a sativa and all the different components that go into flower, um, which isn't typical of, you know, your regular well drinks. Right, right. And you know, when you said that about the difference between indica and sativa, another thing that I, I'm going to call them lazy bud tenders will do is just that quick comparison of, well, indica will give you couch lock and sativa will give you energy. And yeah. and there is so much more than that. And a lot of people get a really bad anxiety from sativas. And if they get one that's really high in THC content, they're going to feel like they're crawling out of their skin. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and I think a lot of it too becomes from that lack of knowledge of the products that are on the shelves. It's easier yeah. for somebody to just push flour on somebody or just push gummies on them. I don't know how many people that I know who've gone on holiday in Denver or Boulder or somewhere in Colorado and they come back with gummies and a horror story about how they lost a day from their holiday because, you know, they didn't know what they were doing. And the bud tender's like, yeah, I'll just take these gummies and get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, it is unfortunate. And it's kind of like, does the onus, does it fall on the dispensary managers? Or does it fall on the individual bud tenders? Um, I think a lot of the times these bud tenders aren't trained. Um, and because they have personal experience, sometimes that trumps any further training that their managers might think they need or that the bud tenders themselves think they might need. Um, but, I mean, it's definitely critical to be trained. And then also, you know, to get information from the brand makers um, because I think they have a better understanding of what uh, the intention of what the effect of their product should be. Absolutely, because in order for these bud tenders to really serve the customers, there are key details that they need to know about the products that are on their shelves and and also having an approachable dialogue to um, to explain all of the complicated, you know, rhetoric that is cannabis. I mean, hell, just the word cannabinoid alone is intimidating. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely a tongue twister at times. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I was excited whenever I connected with your team. You know, I have that consumer speak down. And so I'm putting the final touches on a consumer 101 course that's going to be on the Budtender website. I'm working with Rodney to get it all tightened up. But I'm excited to be a part of what you guys are doing over at Budtender because I think not only is it important to learn about the different products that are available, but also to give the bud tenders a, an opportunity to engage with customers and, and be empowered to address those unique, unique set of needs and circumstances and be able to talk about these preconceived notions about cannabis that will all affect their shopping experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're definitely excited to get the content up, especially not only from brand perspectives, but coaching them on how to talk to consumers. Because again, you know, they're rarely kind of given that direction from their dispensary managers. Sometimes this is uh, their first job 
um, ever. Um, you know, some do come from, you know, the restaurant background where they do have um, experience with engaging with customers, but selling a pork chop and selling a gram of Nina Simone is totally different. Um, so <laughs> just kind of like understanding how to properly walk that consumer through is very important. Absolutely. You know, before they can be of highest service, pun intended, to each customer, you know, it is important for them to listen and ask targeted questions to give them the information that they need so that they can turn around and drop knowledge in a way that's meaningful and that everyone's going to walk away having a good experience. Yes. So, so tell me, um, let's dive in a little bit to the Bud Tender platform and, you know, what your vision for it was and, and how you've implemented it and how brands are engaging. So I was a part of uh, Canopy Boulder's um, Accelerator class back uh, last, uh, last August um, in Boulder, Colorado, So prior to that, uh, we were actually working on a platform that was more consumer-facing, and it was a chat bot through Facebook Messenger that delivered up-to-date cannabis news, stock information, medical card information. But once we got out to Boulder uh, from Virginia, which which is, you know, not a legal state, um, it's starting to make strides. Um, but just kind of seeing the retail landscape um, and a much broader understanding of the problems that were happening on a retail level and kind of hearing about, you know, bud tenders and the high turnover and them not having a lot of knowledge about the products they, they sell, you know, we saw an opportunity to make this pivot and create a platform that could engage and speak to the community of bud tenders because we feel that, you know, while there are larger platforms that are are focusing on educating the consumers, no one was really focusing on educating uh, the retail sales staff and bud tenders. Um, So just kind of also hearing the issues that brands were having when trying to educate bud tenders um, you know, they would try to do it through these in-store demos that would be during their working hours where they're more so talking with consumers, but still the butt tender were getting left out of conversations. Right. So figuring out an easy way uh, and a scalable way to kind of target and reach um, a, a large group of butt tenders. And then also giving butt tenders the opportunity to kind of log in, um, you know, at their leisure and, and learn about these products and then also being rewarded, you know, for doing their jobs better. I mentioned earlier, you know, butt tenders don't get paid a lot, unfortunately. They only get about 12 to $16, depending uh, what state they're in. They're not allowed to get commissions off of sales. And, you know, they do have tip jars, but they don't get a lot of tips. Yeah. So, Figuring out some rewards to help supplement them for the service that they do, definitely bartenders responded to that. And they didn't have to be like these outrageous prizes either. Giving them a platform to empower them um, and then also giving them an opportunity to kind of highlight their skills and things that they like to do, you know, it meant something to them. I love what you're, I love what you're doing. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. 
it also has its challenges, challenges as well. Um, you know, just being a startup, um, in this very, uh, infant industry and trying to get brands to understand the importance. While they do understand the importance, I think, you know, one of the things that not a lot of people talk about when they talk about this industry, they just talk about the green rush and all of this retail revenue is millions and millions of dollars, but, you know, they don't talk about the tax code 280E eating up a lot of the profits that these companies could potentially make, which, you know, leaves their cash flow super tight and which makes them more hesitant to, you know, spend money on uh, programs that are definitely needed, but they might not necessarily see the immediate return on investment. So that has been a challenge. So just figuring out creative ways um, and working with brands to do pilots. We're actually in the early stages of working much more closely with one of our fellow uh, cohort members that was in our class uh, that can definitely help grow our audience very fast. So we're super excited about that. Yeah, that's outstanding. And it is true. It feels like at any point in history, no matter what the industry is, when times get tough, you know, it feels like the first thing people want to pull back on is marketing programs and incentive programs and things like that when that's the time that you really just need to stand fiercely in that space and find the money to put towards that. And as a corporate storyteller and someone who helps these different cannabis brands craft their messaging, a lot of times I have pitched the idea of let's create a video so that we can share it with all the dispensaries and teach them about your product because the turnover in a lot of these dispensaries is pretty fast because of yeah. of of the reasons you mentioned earlier. And so for them to do these demos, they might do one and then three weeks later, half the bud tender staff might be different. So, yeah. you know, I had been trying to get them to do some sort of digital learning for bud tenders. And so whenever you came onto my radar, I'm like, okay, yes, this, a thousand times this. First of all, like how do bud tenders find you? How are they getting involved? You know, what, what does it take to, be, to um, work on your platform? So um, they can just go to our website, which is www.bdtndr.co where they will sign up for a profile. Um, then, you know, once they're in the system, there are different brand modules that they can engage with. And then at the end of each module, um, they take a quiz to kind of qualify their knowledge. And, you know, if they pass it with a 90% or better, then they're given points that they can spend in our swag shop. So, you know, right now we're focused on Colorado, um, but we're definitely rolling out to the other states. Uh, one of the great things that is about Colorado is that staff are actually badged and have license. So we're able to verify for sure that, you know, these folks work in a dispensary um, because that is one of the things that we do have to take into account and have the confidence when we're approaching brands and saying, you know, these people are definitely but tenders. Um, they're not just you know, people who are interested in the product, but they're the people who actually sell and have influence over your product behind the point of sale. 
Yeah, that's great. Um, but yeah. what about people that do want to, they want to be a bud tender, but they're like, mm, I don't know if, you know, I don't know that I know enough information or that I have the chops for it. Is this something that someone who's seeking a job as a bud tender that they could take and then this be something they could add to their resume? So right now, it's just open to current bud tenders. The team and I have been talking about potentially um, op- opening this up for those who are interested in, you know, becoming more familiar with the industry. But at the moment, it's just for attenders currently. I do know there is Oaksterdam University out in California. Um, right here in Oakland. Yeah, they have a few high-level courses um, with people who are interested in getting into the industry, but definitely something something to consider for the future. Right on. Well, good. So I'd like to know a little bit about how the how some of these different brands, like the type of information that or they want the bud tenders to know and be preaching out to the customers about their brand. Well, I think brand story is uh, a big component of that. Um, just kind of understanding why that brand got started, how long that brand, brand has been around. You know, do they grow their own product or do they just simply license out of, you know, a white label operation. I think, you know, when you look at any type of product, cannabis or non-cannabis, the the true ones that stick out in consumers' minds are those brands. They tell a great story. Right. They tell a memorable story and they have great packaging and things that attract a, a consumer. That and and then also videos, which you said earlier, which not a lot of brands have invested into those types of materials you know, for whatever reason, budgeting or, you know, they have a small team and they're strapped for time. Um, and then also product uh, information. What's the dosage? Um, you know, do they use strand specific? If, if it's an edible or is it just kind of like, oh, you know, this is just a sativa and a gummy. Now, are they also telling the bud tenders like, hey, our products are really great for parents or they're these are great for elderly patients or are they kind of giving them a little bit of guidelines as far as like who our target market is so you know exactly who is a candidate for which product yeah so those brands that do a good job on identifying uh the target market and who might solely just seek that soccer mom they do do a good job of that but i think you know some brands don't kind of drill way down into that rabbit hole of who their target audience looks like. And it's kind of more so like a free-for-all. So who, whoever it happens to entice, that entices. But I think that goes back to, you know, that brand having a strong position and like knowing inside and out, you know, their brand story and, you know, their customer, which I think some are still figuring it out. I think a lot may have entered this space uh, with the thought, well, you know, it's cannabis product is going to sell. So mm-hmm. I think more and more brands are now taking that more into consideration as more brands come on and saturate the market. And they're kind of vying for the attention and the market share. Right. You know, and I think because of that, the Consumer 101 course that I created for you guys, I think that's going to be really helpful because if... 
the brand, if these bud tenders have learned about all of these brands, but then they learn to listen intently and ask targeted questions to help guide their customers toward their optimum methods of consumption and potential product matches and strains to suit their needs, then, you know, they'll use their deductive reasoning to go through the internal Rolodex and find which products will work for them. So if the brands don't know to do that yet, then the bud tenders will be educated enough to do that for them. Yeah, definitely. So based on your experience working with bud tenders and brands and putting this platform together, have you discovered some pretty key information or key questions that people should ask when they first walk into a dispensary? Well, you know, how how will this product potentially affect me? And I know that's kind of like a loaded and tough question because products affect everyone differently where, you know, edibles might not work at all for me because I'm one of the percentage of folks where chemically it does not break down in my my digestive system. I talk about people like you. You are. You are a precious snowflake. I've never met one, but I know you exist. That's so crazy. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I just need to eat more fat to help break down it. But, you know, edibles, eh, I haven't really found an edible that really works as effectively as joints. And I know the intake method, again, that's going to, you know, determine my the, the level of high that I get and the type of high that I get. Or I'm looking for something. I want an edible, but I don't, I'm not into chocolate, you know, and I don't really like sweet. What can I, what can I take? Or I want this type of flour, that is going to give me this type of high, or I don't want this type of high, or, you know, I actually, I just have really bad pain in my knees. What, what creams or topicals or, you know, other things that would you recommend if I don't want to necessarily consume something into my body? What I hear you saying is somebody walking in and just saying like, hey, this is how I feel right now. This is how I want to feel and then if they have any of those data points, like I know edibles don't work for me, or I don't like chocolate, or or whatever those things are. So, because I think that's part of the reason why bud tenders get so frustrated is that people don't know exactly how to ask what they want to ask, and so yeah. it starts. You know, the conversation can go on for ten minutes, and they're kind of talking in circles. So it's being really specific when you walk in the door of knowing how you feel and, and how you want to feel whenever you, when you consume. Yes. Well, one thing that I would love to offer your bud tenders, I can, of course, give a cannabis class kit away, but I'd like to do something where we um, give someone a spot to be a guest on Casually Baked the Podcast. That would be awesome. Um, we started doing these bud tender features where we would ask them to highlight a special talent that they had that could be directly related to cannabis or not. And we got some great responses from bud tenders. There was one particular bud tender from a dispensary based out of Denver, Simply Pure, um, Brandon. He was, uh, he made beats and music production. Mm-hmm. So he really enjoyed being able to kind of show off his talent. 
So I think, um, again, you know, highlighting them and showing them love because I feel like so often they're kind of treated as these, like, stepchildren who don't get paid a lot, but yet they have so much influence in this industry and they have so much power and so much money goes through their hands um, just supporting them. So I think they would definitely, they would love that. So thank you so much for that. Yeah, I think it'll be fun, too, to hear this, their stories. I mean, they yeah. they are having some crazy interactions on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And to just hear from them what works and what doesn't and their crazy consumer stories or, you know, the things that they wish consumers knew to help them do a better job. I mean, there's a, there's a ton of different things to talk about in that realm, but I do think that that would be a fun reward. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, consumers are trained to look to their bud tender to be the cannabis expert in the room. What you guys are doing is a a great step to making that happen. So bdtndr.co, and then to follow you guys on social, um, is is your handle the same as your website? Yep, the handle is the same, uh, bdtndr. So bud tender with no vowels. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. I mean, it's a it's a great logo. It's a great name, but it's really hard. Every time I type it out, I have to really concentrate. <laughs> I know. Like, even sometimes when I say it, I have to concentrate as well. It's like, oh, let me make sure I <laughs> I know. It's kind of like prohibited, Where except they left one of the vowels in. I don't even understand oh. what the hell they were doing. Yeah. So I would encourage people to check out budtender.co if you're a brand or you're a budtender and you are looking to put the pieces of the puzzle together. I think this is a great platform to do that. And how do people find out, how the budtenders find out if they win a prize or how do they engage? Are y'all doing fun stuff on social? Yeah, so, um, you know, we're doing fun stuff on social um, and then in regards to the prizes, or the products and merchandising that they have an opportunity to win, that is when they have a profile, when they're signed up on the site and they have an account and a profile, um, and they've gone through modules and packed quizzes. And speaking of, so you've mentioned the quizzes a couple of times. So I created a course, but I didn't create a quiz at the end. Was I supposed to do that, or do y'all do that? We can do that on our end. Okay. Okay, good. I was like, oops, I gave a course with no quiz. (laughs) No problem. It's an open book test. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ebony, thank you so much for hanging out with me and just giving me a little insight into what you guys are doing. And I think it's so important for customers to feel like when they go into a dispensary, that bud tender is their hero and they can trust them. And so for you guys to um, to lay the groundwork for that to be real and be the case, kudos to you. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Yes, it is. It's high time. Okay, all of you highly responsible cannabis consumers, now it's time for your takeaways. Number one, there's room for improvement in the role of bud tender. So it's still necessary for you to continue your own cannabis education. This podcast counts as education, by the way, so keep listening. And puff, puff, pass it on. Number two, 
Now that you know bud tenders field a lot of the same questions all day long, be considerate of their experience. Come in with questions ready. They don't need to hear the whole story, just the important bits that are going to get you closer to the right cannabis flower and the right product that will float your boat and have you sailing into the sunset. Number three. If you have a poor interaction with a bud tender, i.e. you know more about cannabis than they do, let someone know. Email the manager or send a message on social, but don't be a dick about it. Just politely ask them if they've heard of budtender.co and encourage them to support their customers by offering educational opportunities for their team. Speaking of educational opportunities, if you'd like to gift cannabis class to someone you love, which could totally be yourself, check out the cannabis class kit at casuallybaked.com. Oh, and you'll find free access to the cannabis class video series while you're there. Listen, I'm all about empowering our tribe through community and collaboration. If you learned something, please share this episode with a friend. Find me on social at Casually Baked or online, casuallybaked.com. And let's chat. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you got. Tell me what you want. Yeah, all of it. Thanks for tuning in. Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Arnav Gupta. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Next week on the podcast, I am catching back up with David Krantz, my epigenetics coach, and I am going to share that experience with you and let you know the big reveal of my endocannabinoid panel. Is cannabis still good for my cannabis lifestyle guide? Inquiring minds want to know. (laughs) I'm in Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your cannabis business podcast, The Talking Hedge, and newest member on Podcon X. So come on over and check out The Talking Hedge. We talk about business news, interviews, investments, events, all that stuff. So come nerd out with me over at The Talking Hedge. You can find me at thetalkinghedgepodcast.com or on all your favorite podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out.